Hi, Wensers. It's spoiler time for Once Podcast. I'm Hunter Hathaway. And I'm Jacqueline. And let's get into episode 716, Breadcrumbs. Henry grapples with an important decision when a job prospect in New York threatens to take him away from Jacinda and Lucy. But a revelation in the case of the candy killer could make it even harder to leave Hyperion Heights. Meanwhile, Margot confides in Tilly, and in a flashback, Hook helps Henry find a way to prove himself to Ella. This episode's written by Jane Espenson and Jerome Schwartz and directed by Ron Underwood. Yep, so I'm thinking this is the episode where everyone finds out who the killer is and probably brings an end to it. God, I hope so, because that candy killer storyline is just weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's nothing else to say, but yeah. There really isn't. I mean, yeah, it's Jack. Okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> I added it to the guest stars if you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of guest stars, we do have a few this week. Rebecca Mater, of course, is back as Zelina. Rose Reynolds is back as Alice. Tierra Scoveby as Robin, or as she's known in Hyperion Heights, as Margot. Nathan Parsons is back as Nick Branson slash Jack slash the Candy Killer. Christopher Gauthier is here as Smee, and Charles Majora as Blackbeard. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. We're going to see those guys again. Yep. Couple pirates for us because so we got a promo we did yay and it jumps all around i hate when they do that because then you're like wait you have to your mind has to keep switching between hyperion heights and what's going on there and what's going on in the other realm but um zelina supposedly wants the curse broken just as much as lucy does yes i guess so her daughter loves her again maybe because of, um, yeah, because of Robin or maybe so she can go back home to her life or maybe at least reveal everything to the man that she's supposed to marry. Because we have yet to meet him. Right. We will meet him, though. We will. We just don't know when. We've only got, what, like six more episodes after this one? Yep. Okay. So then now we jump to the other realm enchanted wish realm or what where realm is they in i don't even remember anymore <laughs> the enchanted forest 2.0 okay thank you i just know it wasn't the realm that we're used to <laughs> um but henry is on the search for his story because he doesn't feel like he was he feels like he's more than just a character in someone else's story so i guess this is around the time he left no not when he left storybrook but when we picked up this episode, like the the series. Well, I mean, Hook is there, and it's not it's not original Hook. It's Wish Hook, right? But I'm just so, saying, it's like this is where he's like trying to prove himself to Ella. So, well, I mean, I kind of feel like didn't he already do that because they went to Wonderland together and came back and kissed? So I'm not. I'm kind of confused on the timeline. I'm like, is this pre their jaunt to Wonderland? Or is it after and he's still trying to prove himself to Ella? I don't yes. really know. Yes. Just yes. Okay, sure. <laughs> and that makes it easy. Just yes. <laughs> oh, and we see the candy killer again. We do. And okay, for all of you guys, I did not see that as Nick or Jack or whoever you want to call him. Yeah. We put it together over at the forums like maybe the day before because somebody bothered to look up um, 
the name meaning for Hansel and its connection to the German name for John. And Jack happens to be a nickname for the name John. It's really convoluted. And then once we saw the episode, as soon as Gretel said that her brother had changed, that he was going by a different name, that he was, you know, really traumatized by everything that happened to them, I went, ah, okay, so it is true. (laughs) Yeah. I... (laughs) not really a huge fan of that storyline i well it's just okay my problem with this and i know we are not the full-on podcast guys just bear with us for a minute my problem with it is when you see him fight like drizilla i'm sorry he could take her right like that's my personal opinion like i thought it was another female or at least someone smaller than jack Well, when you see the hand reaching down, when it killed the doctor and reaching down and taking the evidence that Henry was Lucy's father, I mean, it very clearly looked like a female hand because everybody thought that it was another witch or, you know, Regina was being controlled by Dr. Facilier or something. But no, it turns out to be Nick. Yeah. My problem with it (laughs) is that it comes so completely out of left field that it's really underwhelming and they used to be so much better about building hints toward these big reveals you know like think back to how long they kept us in the dark about um peter pan being rumple's father but they laid little hints all throughout the beginning of season three right about how they were tied together how there was obviously some sort of history and connection there and then when they did reveal that peter pan was rumple's father you were like oh yeah yeah that totally makes sense this not so much he's had maybe <laughs> what like 4 or 5 minutes of screen time in total yeah he he was nobody he was the guy that everyone was like okay well there's the love triangle but <laughs> Yeah. I was waiting for him to roll up his sleeves and we could see the scars. And, and see the scars. Like, oh, my gosh, it's Hansel. Yeah. Hansel, Hansel, whatever. That's what my thing was. Not that he was the candy killer. But, okay, let's get back to this promo because I could go on for this for a while and complain. <laughs> um, But it looks like the candy killer is a fan of Henry's work because he liked the book. I'm still not sure where that came from. Rumpel was showing it. Or right. Gold, I... Or- Weaver. Weaver. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His third name. Um, Well, yeah, I don't get it either because I don't understand what being a fan of Henry's book has to do with him killing these people. Right, because there's nothing about killing them in his stories that we know of. I mean, the, the book that Henry wrote is supposed to be the first six seasons of the show. Right. It's it's Once Upon a Time. Yeah. So it's the story of Emma, it's the story of Regina and Snow and everything that happened then. So I don't quite get why the murder of witches from an entirely different universe from the one that Snow and Charming come from has to do with Henry's book. I don't know. Okay. But Henry doesn't understand the stories and what they mean, even though he wrote the book because he's cursed. So nothing makes sense in this world. Yeah. Um. Because I guess they want to figure out what's why the killer is attracted to the book and if it ho- holds any meaning to who he's going to kill next. What well, does that mean that Nick is awake? See, I don't know. I think so. But uh, how? Why? I mean, <laughs> these are questions that I don't. Maybe we'll find them out in this episode. Okay. 
that's what I can hope for. <laughs> but um, then we flash to another scene and it's Henry outside and he wants to go see Jacinda right away and tell her how he feels. And so, of course, Nick is there and he says, hop on in, meaning his car, and let's get him, Henry, everything he deserves. So since he's a candy killer, this can't turn out well. Right. But, you know, they're obviously not going to kill Henry, so I don't know how this <laughs> this ends. So except- instead of killing him, he's going to be tied up somewhere. I betcha. They're going to tie him up somewhere and keep him captive because that's what these people do. <laughs> and then we'll have Jack do like a villain monologue <laughs> instead of just killing Henry. Like he's been <laughs> killing all the other witches. He's going to villain monologue for us and explain everything that we don't understand. Yes. So it's going to be like a 20 minute monologue. Right. Like here's all this exposition dump. So the audience <laughs> won't ask questions. We still will. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the promo. I think we went on a lot longer than I planned to on the promo. It's just, it's a very weird little storyline. Yes. Yes, it is. But we did get some photos, unlike last week. Yes. And this set of photos is of one scene. Yep. So it's Henry in the evidence room with Weaver, and he's looking through a bunch of books. I think he's looking through his book. Is he looking through his book? Because, I mean... Weaver, who of course is awake and knows that he's Rumpelstiltskin, is sitting there just, he almost looks amused by all of this. No, but like when he held, like, so when they hold up the book in the preview, it's that white covered book. Yeah. Like really thick. It's not like a Once Upon a Time story book that we're used to. So I think that's the book that he's looking through trying to figure out, like Henry's trying to figure out, like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, right. But. In Hyperion Heights, the Once Upon a Time storybook is that big, white, thick book. It doesn't look like Henry's. So, yeah, I think he's looking through his book, but it's like the Hyperion Heights version of Once Upon a Time. Okay. Um, I'll give you that. I have no clue. But then Rogers comes in, and they're all kind of standing around talking. Yeah. And that's it. Those are the photos. Like, they don't even give – oh, wasn't one of them the director, Ron Underwood? Yeah, one of them was the director. You should see me trying to figure out who that was. I'm like, who in the world is this guy? Who's who's this guy who's like smiling and wearing headphones? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they, the photos don't tell us anything. No. And it's just a lot of the three of them. Remember that episode like three weeks ago when we got three different scenes? That was yeah, nice. that was awesome. That, that was, was great. Really nice. <laughs> but you know one thing I've noticed out of all of this that we've talked about? What? There's no talk of me or Blackbeard. Oh, wait, no, there was. I'm sorry. We <laughs> forgot to talk about that. I was like, what are you talking about? I literally read their names in the guest stars. <laughs> right, I know. But I'm just saying, like, we forgot to talk about what ha- the one quick little scene in the promo. Uh, Henry oh, and Nook are yeah. sailing somewhere on a pirate ship, and they get to see a pirate fight. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and I remember seeing Smee in the promo for that. I like that for all the characters that we've met so far in Enchanted Forest 2.0, you know, Ella, Lady Tremaine, who's also Rapunzel, Alice, they're all completely different people from who we met originally. Yeah. (laughs) Except when it comes to Hook and his band of misfits. (laughs) Then, for whatever reason, it's still the same cast. 
Because they could get them back. I don't know. And I mean, there's nothing against Christopher Gaultier and um, Charles Mijord. They're they're great. But it's just so amusing that, like, when we have to have some sort of Hook-centric episode, they're like, oh, we got to get the same guys as original Hook. <laughs> like, okay. It's the little things that make us laugh. Uh-huh. But that's pretty much all for this episode, yes? Yes, that's all I have. Yeah. We do have some finale news because they have been filming the series finale for a little over a week now. Okay. And there were quite a few photos that came in because they did spend several days in Steveston, the last ever day in Steveston. Um, so they were filming a lot of the outdoor street scenes, specifically a lot with Robin and Alice and Sabine's rolling bayou um, food truck, which – is in Storybrooke for reasons I have don't understand, but sure. Well, we have to wait and see, but I think they'll go back if the yeah. case is broken and they go back. But they moved, they drove it from Seattle to they they did. I mean, I I'm guessing Robin decided to take Alice home to see Storybrooke, um, and it's just like this is where I grew up. Like cool. Um, there's also a lot of. Regina and Zelina in Storybrooke. And there's a really cute moment where the mayor of the real town of Steveston decided to dedicate March 29th as official Once Upon a Time Day. After, yeah, that was cute. I saw it. It was really cute. After shooting there for seven years, he, you know, they had like a little ceremony and they presented a plaque and it was, it was sweet. Tons of fans came out because this is the last week that they will ever be in the city and, you know, this entire season, we've basically been cut off from filming because the, everything went indoors. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only went indoors, but left left Steveston just altogether. It was in a completely separate place. So it was kind of hard to, to get all the filming news. So they went back one last time to film and all the fans came out. And then Jennifer Morrison did land in Vancouver for her very final ever appearance as Emma Swan. She was there for a day. She did not shoot in Steveston. So the part that she will be playing in the finale, based on filming, will be incredibly minor. She took a picture of herself. She put back on Emma's wig because her hair is much shorter than it was when she was Emma. And she's all dolled up. She's wearing a gorgeous gown. And she is with uh, Colin, who is in his original Hook outfit. So they've been trying to distinguish between original Hook and Rogers based okay. on the pirate outfit that they're wearing. And this is original hook. So it's a green screen. So it's probably something in the enchanted forest, but um, it appears that maybe it's a, a big family gathering of some sort because the photos that were taken and posted on social media. So this is, you know, Jen taking photos and posting them herself um, was with the woman who plays Ella um, so it looks, they're all dressed up at, like in ball clothes. Yeah. So people are saying maybe it's a wedding. Some people are saying maybe it's a christening because the rumor has it that you will get to see the Captain Swan baby. Um, even if it's probably very, very brief, the image of Colin as original hook has, it looks like a bumper, a pink bumper <laughs> on the hook. <laughs> like he has to hold that the baby. With his- it fits with his persona and his black leather. 
Right, exactly. So he has to hold the baby, but how do you hold a baby when you've literally got a hook for a hand? So he's covered the the point of the hook like with what looks like a some sort of bumper. That's um, really funny. And it's bright pink. So I'm guessing Captain Swan baby was a girl. And so you you might get to see it now. <laughs> I don't understand how it's a baby unless this is a flashback because in present day, that baby should be older than Lucy. Right. But did um, time change differently in Enchanted Forest 2.0 as opposed Who to Storybrooke? knows? Who knows? I don't know because Robin is 18. I know. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> Robin is 18. Zelina and Regina didn't age a day. Henry went from like 18 to 32. I don't know. <laughs> Don't we have someone that works on a timeline for us? Can you tell us what's going on? Yeah, Keb, if you're still listening, may- maybe tweet me. Tell me. Tell me what's going on. And if your answer is you don't know, that's fine. I just want confirmation that this is all nonsense. <laughs> it's the final season. It is all nonsense. But it, it could be neither. So it could it could be a wedding. It could be a christening. It could be none of those things. It could just be a family party. Who knows? But A royal ball of some sort. Right. You know? But um, she was only on set for a day. She was not there at the same time as Jennifer Goodwin and Josh Dallas because both of those individuals are busy shooting their own TV shows now, the pilots. So there are some people that thought um, – Jenny and Josh would have had stand-ins, body doubles, and that they can be, you know, superimposed later when they come in to actually film their real stuff because they did land in Vancouver probably yesterday. Um, But, you know, for those of you who are maybe hoping that Emma might play a really big role in the finale, I would I would probably let go of that dream <laughs> because based on her filming, um, you know, an entire day really only gets you maybe four to seven minutes of TV. Yeah. So it's probably just a a big final shot kind of scene. Raphael Sabraj is back. Yep. He was with Pongo. And yep. In Steveston with Pongo. And the Blue Fairy's all dressed up. I saw her pictures. Yep. And then they have finished filming on location. Everything is back into studio. And this is the last week of filming ever. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're on Instagram, you know, Lana Perea posts quite a number of pictures. Um, Rebecca Mader posts a ton, although I think she might be done as Zelina. I'm not quite sure if she's still got maybe another day or two, but I thought I had heard that she was done. Yeah. So it's coming up. It's coming to an end. We've got six episodes after this one. Yep. And so our, I think our spoiler podcasts are going to be getting shorter and shorter. <laughs> Much shorter. At some point, it really is just going to turn out to be reading What's the synopsis. <laughs> yeah. But that's all we have for you this week. Yep. So I'm Hunter. You can follow me on Twitter at Traveling Pixie. And I'm Jacqueline. You can follow me on Twitter at Punk underscore Bunny underscore 87. Until next time, Oncers. <laughs>